Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2018. This is Dawn talking about Step 3. Good morning everybody, my name's Dawn and I'm an alcoholic. And I'm sober today and that's purely due to Alcoholics Anonymous and loving God as I understand him today. Um, it wasn't that gratitude wasn't always the case. Um, I first came into, into AA in 1980 and because I thought I was different, I really believed that I could go out there and um, learn how to control my drinking. Um, I believe today that it was purely through the grace of God that I came into Alcoholics Anonymous. I can remember lots of things, but I can't remember where the thought actually came to came from uh, for me to actually ring Alcoholics Anonymous and was 12-stepped in by a beautiful lady from Broadford. And... Um, yeah, and then I so I went to my first AA meeting and I looked for all the differences. Um, and even though at my first meeting I felt very, very comfortable, I felt like I'd come home, I still didn't want to accept that I was an alcoholic because I really believed in my sickness that I could still continue to run my own life. It was my self-will that had actually got me into Alcoholics Anonymous. And uh, so I wasn't doing too well. Um, and it took quite some convincing for me to accept that I was an alcoholic and that I was too sick to run my own life. I was in and out of AA for about 20 months and uh, I thought it was bad when I came into AA that my life was bad. I was married, I had three children, we had a business and I performed. I was like, um, I guess I was like the black swan on the lake. Together on the surface I seemed okay but underneath I was paddling like hell. Um, trying to be all things to all people, trying to make you aware that my life was perfect. But underneath, uh, I knew there was something desperately wrong. And I thought it was bad when I came into AA. Um, but after that 20 months of coming in and out of AA, um, trying to convince myself that I could still have a couple of drinks to get the escape from reality feeling and be in control, uh, but I'd long lost the control. Um, you know, if I could drink today and guarantee my behaviour, I wouldn't need to be standing here today. And that's why I know I'm an alcoholic, because once I pick up that first drink, I'm gone. And hindsight's a wonderful thing, you know. If we could bottle hindsight, <laughs> we'd all be millionaires. But in hindsight, I can <coughs> see, you know, each time I went out there with self-will, not accepting I was an alcoholic and picked up a drink, that was the self-will. But God saw something in me that I couldn't see in myself, because I had no self-esteem and no self-worth. I felt lower than a footprint on most occasions. I never fitted in. Um, I felt like an alien. Uh, so I drank. That's why I drank. It was all the ism part of my disease is why I drank. And uh, I can see today that, you know, God, who's my best friend today, would th put this gift back at me and I'd say, Dawn, have another go. And I'd come back to AA and I'd be here for five or six weeks and then I was cured, I wasn't an alcoholic and I'd go out there and pick up a drink. Self-will versus God's will. Thank God, God's will won out in the end. Um, and I totally surrendered on March the 30th, 1982. I surrendered. I just waved a little white flag, I'm just an alcoholic. And I became teachable because my life had just become... As I said, I was a married woman. I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing when I was married. I was wetting the bed and using the cupboard for a toilet. I was taking off for days on end. You know, it's a shocking bloody disease, isn't it? But God, you know, saw in me something that I couldn't see in myself. And as I said, he kept handing this beautiful gift of sobriety back to me. And that's when I accepted it. 
and that's when I became teachable. That's when I came prepared to go to any length and it meant getting God. I went up as an Anglican um, with a, a God of love in my life and um, I had a lot of trouble with the God thing to start off with because what had God ever done for me? You know, all those rotten things that happened when I was drinking. But that wasn't God's fault, that was Dawn's will. And uh, so when I became, yeah, when I became except that I was an alcoholic and was prepared to go to any lengths to get sober. It meant that I had to get a power greater than myself in my life. Um, and I had a lot of trouble with step two, you know. came to believe that a power greater than myself could restore me from the insanity of picking up that first drink. Um, and my sponsor said to me, she said, well, when you pray, just say, I believe God, help my unbelief. And I did that for quite some time, wanting to believe and knowing that I had to believe in this power greater than myself. And then one day, I, you know, the unbelief thing just stopped and I came to believe in a power greater than myself because my life got better, um, even though it was tricky in those early days. Um, but my life got better. And then I went on with the next step, you know, and made that decision um, to hand my life and my will over to God as I understand him. And, you know, as John said, you know, my life is the way I think and, and my will and my life, my thinking and my living. And, um, yeah, and my, my, my whole life's been all about my thinking because you've got to think it before you do it. And if my thinking's not right, then I'm going to do the wrong, you know, I'm going to do a wrong thing. So, um, yeah, and which, whereas, you know, um, handing my life and my will over to God... And I, I do that on a daily basis today, you know, because, and I quite often have to do it throughout the day um, because, you know, I'm still, I'm still a sick alcoholic, even though and I've been doing that now for over 36 years, a day at a time, you know, it's not to sound, but I have to do that because I'm still an alcoholic. And someone said to me, well, why do you need to do that? And I said, because I haven't, I've only arrested this disease, you know, a day at a time. I'm not cured of anything. Um, but today, you know, I can honestly say that, that I'm glad I'm an alcoholic um, because today I know what's wrong with me and what I have to do about the illness that I... I don't suffer from today, but I know I have an illness which centres itself in my mind, and, uh, and which is my thinking. And, um, yeah, and life has been... You know, just because we get sober uh, doesn't mean that, that everything's rosy in the garden. You still have challenges. You still have stuff called reality and sometimes, well, lots of reality. And, but I know today, I know a little about a lot of things, but I know today that God's will for me is for me to be sober and me to be an Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, I used to wonder um, what my purpose was. Well, what the hell am I doing on this planet? What's my purpose? You know, poor Dawn. Um, but I know today that, that my purpose today is to stay sober and to try and help other alcoholics. And quite often, you know, some of those alcoholics don't respond. But in the long run, I stay sober. And, and if they're meant to get sober, you know, it's hands off, um, which is, um, yeah, it's a really tricky thing because I'm like every other alcoholic. I tend to think that I can fix everybody's problem. Um, you know, I tend to think that I know best for you and you and you, when really I don't even know what's best for me. It's only God that knows what's best for me. And therefore, God knows what's best for you. And, yeah, it's just all this learning. You know, life is about learning. And it's about me learning more and more to depend on my higher power 
and be less dependent on people. You know, I love my husband dearly, um, but if he was to pass away tomorrow, I would be really sad and I would go through the grief thing, but I know I would be okay because my dependence today is not on him or on you. My dependence today is on God, and I need to have that. God's very portable. I don't have to get my phone out and dial him up. You know, he's just there. He goes with me 24 hours a day. And I can be in some funny places and I'm handing my will over once again. Um, You know, public toilets and football grounds and sometimes he works at football grounds too. Um, I won't go into that because I tend to get off on that little tangent. Um, But, yeah, and so God's doing for me and has done for me what I couldn't do for myself. You know, and if God can relieve me from the insanity of picking up that first alcohol, first glass of alcohol, then why can't he help me with everything else? And it's a trust thing too. It's having the faith and the trust that God has brought me this far. Surely if I keep doing what I've been doing for these years, he's not going to pull the mat from underneath me. You know, um, and alcoholism is not such a... It's not such a bad disease to have. You know, we can come to weekends like this and meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous. We can arrest our disease a day at a time. You know, wouldn't cancer patients and people that you know have got other terminal illnesses give their right arm if they could just have something that we've got? You know, and Alcoholics Anonymous and God have just given me a a beautiful program that that works towards has worked towards me becoming very comfortable in the skin that I live in. It's, it's worked towards in me not having to worry about what you guys might be thinking um, because what, I think, what you think of me is none of my business. It's what I think of you and what I think of myself that's important. And if I'm thinking right, then I'm usually thinking okay about you. And if I'm not thinking right up here and I'm allowing Dawn's will to get in there, then I'm certainly not going to think well about you. I'll always find something to be, to be critical and judgmental about. I used to be the queen of criticism and judgment, but I'm working on that too. Um, I have a couple of other fellowships that I attend and um, even though I don't get there all the time, I've, I'm working through their big book, the other big book. And, you know, it, life for me is just all about learning. It's about learning how to do the next right thing, how to try and live better in accordance to what God's will, God's will is for me. And, uh, you know, I had... Um, some of you will know that we're moving house again. Um, and uh, this day at a time thing and... and whatever God's will is, you know, is had to come um, having two alcoholics living in the one house. We've sort of been bouncing off one another really well, actually. We're still both alive. Um, but we've, but you know, well, we can only do what we can do today. Let's just do the next right thing and tomorrow, you know, something else will come up. And that's the beautiful thing about being sober. And most of the time, you know, acting in a mature adult manner, which I never, ever could do before because I was just a little kid. When I came into Alcoholics Anonymous, um, you know, when I was 33, you know, I was just a little kid, so I had to do these steps in able to enable me to grow up. You know, this is a God-given program. No man, no man on this planet could have conceived or written something like we've got. It has to be a God-given program, you know. And I had the privilege last night of um, 10 of my family, well, 10 family members just happened to come down for a few hours last night and... 
and it was just lovely to sit around the table with these with my family who my seven five of my grandchildren that have never ever seen me drink you know and just to be there and be part of it uh, in amongst all the boxes and the and the packing and stuff um, but it's just lovely so I'm you know and I'm now a great grandmother too I have a gorgeous little granddaughter who when I turn my phone on she's right there and yeah, how blessed am I? You know, I've got very relatively good health, um, although I think I'm getting shorter and wider, but that's okay. My doctor tells me I'm okay. Um, and it's all been, you know, I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I hadn't done the suggested things. If God, in his wisdom, if he hadn't decided to give me a go at this beautiful gift of sobriety. To me, this gift of sobriety is much, much better than a winning Tatslotto ticket. You know, it's because of life uh, today, it's the freedom just to be myself today, you know, um, and to try and help other people. And as someone said before, not just help other people that are in Alcoholics Anonymous, but other people. Be kind and courteous in the shopping centre, you know, with the woman in front of you with the trolley that just won't get out the damn way, you know, just, excuse me, madam, you know. It's all about change and changing my thinking. And God and AA have, have helped me to do that. I couldn't have done it on my, on my own. Um, I'm just a little grain of salt, grain of little sand on the beach. Um, you know, my life today is like a mosaic and every time there's a little situation happens, it's another part of that mosaic. And so far it's been absolutely fantastic. But I didn't get it just by sitting my bum on a seat. I had to do these 12 steps. I had to get a power greater than myself. I had to get a God. I had to do all the suggested things which alcoholics don't like doing. But I'll just um, finish up now. The little um, thing that, um, this being step three, I just love, absolutely love the step three prayer and I just want to finish on sharing that with you if I could. And it goes like this. God, I offer myself to thee to build with me and to do with me as thou will. Relieve me of the bondage of self that I may better do thy will. Take away my difficulties, that victory over them may bear witness to those I would help of thy power, thy love and thy way of life. May I do thy will always. God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, John. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au. Thanks for letting us share.